The Power of Habit by Charles Duhigg. One sentence summary. The power of habit helps you understand why habits are at the core of everything you do, how you can change them, and what impact that will have on your life, your business, and society. My favorite quote from the author is, The difference between who you are and who you want to be is what you do. Charles Duhigg. You can't possibly call yourself a habit junkie and not know this book. It's the book about habits. Published in 2012 by Pulitzer Prize winning author Charles Duhigg, this gem has spent over 120 weeks on the various New York Times bestseller lists. The book was sparked by Duhigg's fascination with the wit of a US Army major in Kufa in Iraq who nipped riots in the butt by persuading the small town's mayor to keep food vendors out of large and growing gatherings. When people couldn't fuel their anger and energy with kebabs, as they usually did, they just left. Tons of research and eight years later, Duhigg published the go-to book about habits. For a special book, this must be a special summary. Here are your three must takeaways. 1. Habits work in three-step loops. Cue, routine, reward. 2. You can change your habits by substituting just one part of the loop, the routine. 3. Willpower is the most important habit and you can strengthen it over time with three things. Ready to science the heck out of your habits? Let's go! The Power of Habit, Lesson 1. Habits work in three-step loops. Cue, routine, reward. This answers the question, how are habits formed and how do they work? Roughly 40% of what you do happens on autopilot. Habits are your brain's way of saving energy, so given you spend around 6 of your 16 waking hours doing things you are not aware of, it might be worth understanding what happens here. Duhigg discovered that at the roots of all habits, like drinking your coffee every morning, lies a simple three-part loop. The cue is what triggers you to do the habit, for example sitting down at your kitchen table to have breakfast every morning at 7am. The routine is the behavior you then automatically engage in, which, for drinking coffee, might be to go over to your coffee maker, turn it on and press the large cup button. Lastly, you'll receive a reward for completing the routine, such as the rich smell of your coffee, its hearty taste and getting to watch the steam rise from the cup as it sits on your kitchen table in the sunlight. I really love coffee, can you tell? Your brain's activity only spikes twice during this loop at the beginning to figure out which habit to engage in, and at the end when the link between cue and routine is reinforced. Wait, reinforced? Aha! That's how habits are built, and the stronger this link gets, the harder it becomes to change them. But you can still do it. The Power of Habit Lesson 2 You can change your habits by substituting just one part of the loop, the routine. This answers the question, how can I change my habits? Naturally, the more often you reinforce a habit, the more embedded in your brain it gets. In case of the coffee, you might crave it the second you sit down at your kitchen table, and when you can't have it that day, because the machine broke, you'll probably get very grumpy and buy one later at work. The trick to changing a habit, then, is to switch the routine and leave everything else intact. Duhigg calls this the golden rule. If you're trying to get off caffeine, the tweak is incredibly simple. Switch to decaf. You'll still have the entire experience from A to Z, but instead of pressing a button, you're now pouring hot water over decaf coffee powder, and voila, 
You won't miss caffeine for even a single day. The Power of Habit Lesson 3 Your most important habit is willpower and you can strengthen it over time in three ways. This answers the question, which is the most important habit I should probably try to improve first? Not all habits are created equal, and Duhigg says willpower is by far one of the most important ones, as it helps us do better in all aspects of life. Having been to the moon and back in terms of willpower research, I don't want to tell you to eat right, sleep enough and exercise regularly. Instead, here are three uncommon ways in which you can grow your total willpower capacity over time. Number one, do something that requires a lot of discipline. For example, a tough wake-up regimen or strict diet will make you constantly practice delaying gratification and thus give you more willpower to exert throughout your day. Number two, plan ahead for worst-case scenarios. Even just thinking about your boss yelling at you before it ever happens will help you not lose your cool when it does. Number three, preserve your autonomy. Yesterday I learned that autonomy was a major part of living a passionate life. Today I learned that if you take it away, your willpower also goes down the drain. When you're assigned tasks by someone else which you must do, your willpower muscle tires much quicker. My personal takeaways from the Power of Habit for 2017. This book has had probably the biggest impact on me in terms of how I look at habits, how I try to understand them, and why I've come to the conclusion that they're so important in shaping how we work, how we love, how we find happiness, and all these things you would usually tie to what conventionally is considered a successful life. <clears throat> After reading this and rereading this and rereading this and rereading the research in various blog posts and, and forums and formats, again and again and again I now start to see habits through the framework that Charles Duhigg presents in this book so when I notice a behavior that is repeated whether that's someone else or me personally I try to discern well what's the cue what's the routine and what's the reward and how could you change that and how would that work so if you deal with the content of this book long enough you'll eventually start to become very aware of the model working in real life and that's super powerful because it lets you analyze your own and other people's habits and then consciously make efforts to change them that's one thing and the other thing is that uh, Duhigg's point about willpower is absolutely right that willpower is one of the most crucial habits and I'm really glad I pulled out the three special things instead of going into exercise and sleep and eating right because those are all biological whereas the three things I lined out here are more psychological and a friend of mine um, Colin from Willpower has found that Willpower is actually more psychological than biological, which means that sleeping right, eating well, and so on, they do well and they help you build more willpower, but it's really the psychological things, the sense of autonomy, uh, the discipline you muster, and the planning ahead that you do that have a much bigger impact on how much willpower you actually have. 